All right. All right. Welcome in. What's going on? High energy, high octane. Welcome in. Garden report situation. Uh, John Zanis, Jimmy Toscano. We have uh, we have uh, what up? Bobby, Bobby Manning and Fox News is Josue Pavone uh, reporting from the garden a little bit later. <laughs> um, yeah, he got he got snagged uh, at the game today. Is that what I saw? He did. He did indeed. Um, so Josue television personality, Josue Pavone representing CLNS Media on the local news. You know you've made it big when you are on the local news, Jimmy. We'll we'll be lucky to get him on tonight. I know. Seriously, he's big time in it. He's got he's got to do the circuit first before he gets here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is um, he going to start charging us more now to uh, to do appearances? Maybe. No, he deserves it. Good for maybe. him. Maybe. Um, I don't know if what he said. Hopefully, he didn't sound completely uh, wrong in, in whatever he said pregame. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he didn't. I'm sure he. I'm sure he nailed it. I am sure he nailed it. Um, so, you know, this was a this was one of those like needed games for the Celtics. So we're pretty psyched um, to get one like of these. Ten people in our in our video. Right I know, now. I know, I know. They'll get here. <laughs> What's going on? I think it's a metrics issue. I'm waiting. Let's talk. Let's talk. You know what? Instead, you want to talk about the um, last episode of the last. No, of I want. I want to literally meet every single person in the chat right now because it's a small number, and we'll meet them. What's up, Blorp? And uh, T8. Let's, let's hear from Blorp. We have a listing issue. That's true. Aiden. Yeah. What's up, man? Get it through Twitter. Thank you Tate. for the heads up. I think it's supposed to be Tate, not T8. People will um, fill in. I can see it now. I like I like this guy or girl's attitude. Tate. If if you list it, they will come. If you list it, they will come. I'm Blorp. My name was almost Blorp, believe it or not. What's up, Liam? It's good, dude. Yeah. Got a couple dogs with him. Shout Blorp, out to the, the pups. Blorp, Blorp was in play. Um, Claude, sorry for, Claude. For those of you just finding us, Maybe sorry. Canadian? Sorry. sorry. The show was unlisted. Sorry. Sorry. We want everyone to know that we haven't gotten into the nuts and bolts of this one yet. No. We're literally just riffing. I'm not sure we ever will, but we definitely no. haven't yet. I'll tell you what we'll talk about. We know where we're going to go. We're, we have we're the agenda. Talk. Well, agenda is going to be a little bit um, of you needed this game for a lot of reasons, uh, uh, and like a cakewalk game and mm -hmm. one where you didn't have to play the starters heavy minutes. Um, that was nice. Take, how many times do you see the starters sit in the fourth quarter and not have to come back in? Never in my life. Never. Needed that. You needed a cruise control win. One of those, I we're better than you wins. Totally. Yeah. I'm ready to start J.D. Davidson at point guard. Yeah. After what I saw, I've seen enough. Yeah. Um, you needed one of those. You're right. I mean, this was, I mean, we've been going back and forth on load management and, you know, Jason Tatum didn't play on Monday. I'll tell you what, he looked damn good tonight after a couple of days off. He did. Damn good. So, so who's, in favor of load, who's in favor of load management now? Right. Jimmy? The jury's still out on it. I've never not been in favor of it. I'm adding to that. I'm adding that to sense. the agenda. We'll circle back to it. I'm adding it to the agenda. Okay, fine. Okay. Is load management a thing? Is load management a good thing or a bad thing? I will tell you my, we, we talked about it here. So you know my opinion. I know yours, but the viewers don't. So we'll go back and forth a little bit later on. We my don't want to spoil it. boring, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, okay. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't. 
Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, we're going to talk about Grant. Um, I, it's really interesting, actually, because I, uh, oh, I, I was shocked Joe did what he did. What did Joe do? Thank you, Catherine. Catherine, we love sometime, you. We love Catherine, you, Canada. I think so. so. Catherine, I think you give me a hard time sometimes, but I like it. Uh, and that's cool. That's fine. I'll take it. Um, I like it too. So keep yeah. doing that. Keep doing it. Keep me honest. Jimmy likes it when other people get at me. Yeah, it can't just be me. <laughs> even though you even though he came to my defense when someone called me an alcoholic on Twitter. <laughs> that guy won't stop. <laughs> he keeps filling up my mentions. I said one thing. I was like, dude, enough. Oh clown, man. clown world. Clown time. What can you do? Um so uh, So he doesn't come for that guy, he doesn't come to watch you and he doesn't We come apologize, to watch me. guys. We know you had to search for it. Um we apologize. Um we uh we had a technical issue. We are uh, as we say now, we're we're stalling, we're spinning our wheels. Uh we didn't have a technical issue. You screwed us. Next. Me? Yeah. I don't look, man. I'm not kicking this down the road. But anyway, I'm not. I, I don't do that. Just okay? take the blame. I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm not Just dogging anybody. We had an issue. We had it an issue. happens. Life goes on. We're here. Eventually, all of you guys will be here too. People, people we, are filtering in. Actually. We apologize for those of you who didn't get the link and are just getting in now. Sorry about that, but we're here. And as 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 uh, who was our guy? JD. JD said people will come. Uh, Who's Blorp, Blorp. Blorp has been here from the get go. We actually this is this is unfortunate because we gave a thousand dollars to the first ten people in the sh- in the show tonight. And it just so happened to be the show that nobody got the link to. Okay, it's just me and my water bottle tonight. <laughs> Are you trolling the uh, the chat with that? Yeah, somebody wants it. Somebody wants my ketchup bottle. Here's what else you can do. Look, Sub no Spectre. Straw. No straw. Mm. Or is there? It's in there. Oh my What's god! Was it just like a suction cup type? It's of a deal? straw going down, but not a straw sticking up. I see. Are you kidding me? The Legit. straw. The straw is the exact size of the cup. Legit, the best water bottle on the market right now. People are trolling it. In in two months, everyone will have one and be like, "Uh, well, whatever." I have stupid. the. Uh, I have stupid. a. Blorp doesn't bottle. like it either. Shit. Yeah, it's really not. Blorp, we know it's not new technology. It's just a good water bottle. Again, trust me. When it makes it to whatever you know, small what? berg of the universe that you live in, you know, you have twenty years mean? later. I'm sure you guys will be like, "Oh, look at these! They're new." Um, but we'll get there. Anyway. Some guy somewhere. I think he's criticizing my voice. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he is. Shout out that guy. Some guy, somewhere. Yeah. Why would you buy that color? That's a great question. Why did you go with it? It might be a functional cup, John. So let me tell you but that's why. an interesting I will choice tell you in why. color. So you my don't fa- lose it or something? My favorite color. So you can all- like use it as a traffic cone? My favorite color is orange. Okay. Yeah. It that is. That makes sense then. My daughter has an orange one. So I couldn't also get an orange one because then we would confuse it. But that's orange. So it's red. It's my ketchup bottle. It looks orange right now. Orange. Anyways. Plus, I like things that are strange colors or diff- distinct colors, my phone, so I don't misplace it, lose it. I see it like, oh, that's mine right there. That's my phone. So you do it, and that's it. Anyway, we are off. What? 
I didn't mean to pin this. I unpinned it, goofball. I meant to post it, though. But anyways, moving on. Okay, so let's get into the game. We got enough people here, not quite as many as I was hoping, but we did start slow with an unlisted show, and here, here we are. We're rolling with it. Uh, that is some good water <laughs> bottle talk. We get that out of the way early. We'll get into the game right now. Let's get into it. There's really nothing to talk about in the game. A good team beat a worse team, and great. Ho-hum game, you want you want. 50 of these, right? not really, but I mean, you want to have a ton of these, Jimmy. I feel like they haven't had enough. These are great. You should just be able to show up to work some days and just be, I'm better than you, and we're just going to have a lead, and then we're going to hold a lead, and then my starters aren't going to play in the fourth, and we're done. Great. Didn't you miss those? Those are great. I did miss those. It reminded me of last season for a bit, which was nice. They're great. It's been, a, it's been a while since I felt that way. They're, they're great. great. I'm, sure, I'm sure the starters appreciate it. The fans appreciate it. A couple of them can file out early and beat the traffic. And the, the ones who are the real diehards can maybe experience a little Geno that they haven't had in a while. So um, this was a good this is a good rebound win. You know, they needed it. I mean, it's been pretty painful the last week. You're about to go on a big, big road trip here out west. And you kind of want to go send off on the right note. So um, I think we all needed to see something like this. Now, it's not like the Blazers are this, you know, title contending team or anything like that. But the Celtics beat them the way they should they should beat them. And they didn't, you know, they didn't let them climb back. They didn't give them any semblance of hope like we've seen the last couple of games against the Knicks, against the Nets. You know, like they, they couldn't put these guys away in the second half. So um, tonight was a completely different story. Um, if you're a Blazers fan, I feel really, really bad for you because I don't see much, much of a – a future with that uh, current roster and your superstar has hung around about as long as he possibly can. It reminds me of Kevin Garnett a little bit in Minnesota, but that all that to the side, uh, big win tonight for the Celtics. I mean, it's a win. A win's a win. It was a big win because of the circumstances surrounding it. Um, some, some interesting things that came out of it that we'll get, that we'll get into, but overall, is it a memorable one? Is it when we're going to be like watching, you know, a year, a couple years from now? No. Um, but they needed it. Jason uh, Jason Tatum had an awesome game um, after a couple of days off. I think that's huge. Need to get him going. Need to get his shot falling. And it, and it fell tonight. He had some really nice superstar-looking shots uh, and a couple of nice moves to the basket as well. So um, I was happy with his performance. Yes. I'm going to let Judah say it because I don't want to say it. But, yeah, Tatum, Tatum took some yeah. of those. Oh, that's what it's all about. Tatum took a few of those Tatum threes tonight. They went in. When they go in. Everyone's like, oh, he's Tataming tonight. The mm. problem is, is like to be Tataming, you have to, those have to go in most of the time, not one out of five games. But when they do go in, it's that Tatum vibe, right? Of him just like, everyone remembers like that kind of, you know, that, that post bubble yeah. sort of friggin' whatever, un, ungodly Tatum, Tataming that went on or pre bubble, whatever that was. Um, you know, yeah, you did have this. You had that stretch where he was just friggin' flipping it up from everywhere and it was going in. And I yeah. do think people have kind of like settled into that being Tatum. And, you know, that Tatum hasn't really been around consistently for the last two years, but he still went to the basket a few times, creative finishes, getting really good at that left there. I thought that that was really good. And then, yeah, he knocked down a couple of those Tatum threes as well. I mean, just a, an easy 30 for him. That was really nice. He was dominant. You know, had a good and again, looked looked spry, looked energetic, as we mentioned, the load management thing. I, I, you know, and again, I don't want to go there yet. 
I'm very, I'm very, very in favor of it. Um, you just went there. You can't say you're not going to go there and then go there. And I know that Jimmy has a terrible take on it, but we're not going to talk I about it I don't have a now. terrible I'm take on it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very rational take. Oh, shut up, John. <laughs> very rational take, I, I, if I do say so myself. But yeah. we'll get into it later. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. it. This is where Jimmy Johnning it right now. Water yeah. bottles and blindfolds. That's what we're talking. We're talking. You know what we're talking about? Put that over your mouth instead, Jimmy. That's what they do. You know what That's this what is? This is a gator. This goes that, on your neck. You, you tape your mouth shut and you get a good night's sleep, and that's what you do. Oh, I heard about that. Is that uh, what Joe Mazzula does? Right? I saw that yeah. today. Yeah. Strange character, that guy. Strange but, uh, guy. Whatever works. Different strokes for different folks. You know right? what else is strange? Is like I'm, a, the, I'm actually an eye, I'm a mask guy. I'll go to sleep with an eye mask on every night. Not I don't do the mouth thing, but I do the eye thing. I, 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 if you I, don't have a sleep mask, you're missing out on like two solid extra hours of sleep. I tape everything shut, literally. Like it's all it's all closed up. Earmuffs, like, you know, eye mask, nose strip. Except your mouth, I bet. Not the mouth. You got you got the uh, the tape that goes over your nose so you can I do the nose better. tape. Yeah, I do the breathe rights. Earplugs? No, never. I don't really? do anything. Oh, the, okay. sleep, the sleep mask would be good, I think. My buddy's an earplugs guy. Sleep mask is so good, dude. If you want, I can run down and get it and show everybody. No. I'll do it later. I'll do it next show. I actually have two different sleep masks. One is silk and one is, I don't even know what type of material. It's probably got some silk in it. One's like a little more heavy duty. But I'm telling you, you put that sleep mask on and you can't get distracted. You can't look at your phone. You can't look around the room or whatever. You're just in the zone. People are in on Joe already. You fall asleep. And that's it. He's like he's a psycho. I'll tell you, what's so funny is what the length that people will go to defend people on Twitter. I was teasing Joe, and and I, I have somebody coming at me on Twitter like it's totally normal. I'm like, I don't know that it's totally normal. I know that it's quack science and it's a TikTok fad. You tape your some, mouth. That some people did it. Yeah, it's you know. What's but, it supposed uh, to do? It's the idea you're not supposed to breathe through your mouth. You're, it's much healthier to breathe through your nose. It's supposed to, for some people, stop snoring, but it also can, like, kill you if you have sleep apnea. So, like, it's not like what doctors tell you to do if you, have, yeah. if you have sleep apnea or anything. But it's, you know, it's everyone's like, oh, shit, wow, that's something. So now you've got people selling mouth tape on, uh, <laughs> on, on Amazon and shit. So when people call me a mouth breather, that's not a comp. People have been calling no, me that for no. my whole life. It's not cool. No, I'm just kidding. They haven't been. <laughs> it's also like when you're sucking wind through your mouth. You know, like you're breathing yeah. heavy. You're breathing through your mouth. That means you're not getting good breath. Well, when you're exercising, you want to inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. So there is some level of mouth breathing that you do want to do. It just depends on the situation. Sure, Generally, at, at night, yeah. But a lot of people have issues breathing through their nose. They have deviated septums or what is it? Sleep apnea. So I mean, I just I got people. I, I know people that they go to bed with a whole freaking. Oh, that apparatus. Probably people yeah. on our show. Probably people watching right now. They go to bed. It looks like you got the tube thing. and the freaking face. It looks mask. like you're out of the year three thousand and twenty-five, dude. <laughs> it's like the alien costume Michael J. Fox wore in. Uh, you can't in be Back single, and, and yeah. you can't be single and, and rock one of those. You just have to not sleep. Yeah, you um, can't be single and do that. Or you'll no, stay you can't. You can't do it. You so get anyway, before you before you pop one of those bad boys on. Yeah. Um, so we are. Uh, we are. 
very much kind of just riffing here. I'm happy to take some questions too, but again, not a ton to uh, talk about again from the game because it it was so ho hum. You want to look at a couple of trends? Sure. Celtics went small. Um, you know, tonight mostly you got no Muscala until the fourth. You got no Grant now impossible for Grant not to be a story. And again, I'm talking about the stuff that people will defend on Twitter. Um, like Grant, we all know what happened to Grant last game. Oof. And now there's a story that conveniently comes out about the elbow injury that Grant's been nursing and it's bad. And it really flared up. What do you know? Right before that game where he missed two free throws late, like how convenient. Um, tennis elbow. It's uh, just so interesting that he's not on the injury report for that game. He's not on the injury report for this game. But it's really been nagging him and really flared up just before that game where he missed those two free throws. Ah. Yeah. I, you know, I thought uh, something looked a little off with his elbow. Yeah, I was like, is that injury. muscle inflammation? So what happens then? <laughs> he sits for three quarters, and we're and I'm like, oh, my God. And I got people on Twitter like, dude, he's injured. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's benched. And what happens? Dude comes in in the fourth quarter in garbage Geno time in fourth quarter and Jack's like 11 threes in four minutes. Okay. He's like, he was, he was just literally nothing wrong with it. No. (laughs) Tell you what, if it wasn't hurting, it's hurting now because he used that, he used that thing over. Over the use, the typical usage you would in that amount of time. This was the long con. You know how Grant in a in a regular in nor in a lot Eight of games. Eight threes in twelve minutes. You, you know how Grant in a lot of games, Jimmy, will go down, try to buy a foul, act like he's dead, realize nobody believes it, and then get up and run down the floor. He's like, "Crap, the griff didn't work." This is what he did in the long game. He set it up for the uh, for the injury that he supposedly had, which is why he's right. been faltering lately and missed those free throws. And then he comes out and he's immediately like, "I'm okay. Look at me!" <laughs> ding 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 yeah. ding ding. Yeah, <laughs> none of it makes sense. I, I don't believe for. No offense to wherever that report came from and what, what, what I don't even know, but I don't believe that he's like in like enough pain where I mean, he might have some level of, of muscle inflammation. I mean, I don't know any, I mean, I'm sure like 99% of the world does in some capacity, but it's not enough to be playing, you know, garbage time or no time or five minutes or missing free throws that you've hit, you know, in your sleep. Shout out eye masks, but, um, it's just, listen, it happens to guys. They go through ebbs and flows, ups and downs, whatever you want to call it. Grant's not a superstar player. He is, so when he goes through a slump, it's a lot worse than a superstar going back down to like, you know, regular, regular person level. Grant's a role player. And when he's playing worse than that, he becomes somebody out of the rotation, which is yeah. exactly what he is right now. So. I do agree That's with Bobby a little at. bit. I, and I, you're right, Jimmy. That's exactly where we're at. I agree with um, – I mean, I, he, might be, he might be out of the playoff rotation if he continues it up. I mean, look at, look at who they played. They went eight, eight strong tonight, and that's without Rob in the game. Uh, um, Pritchard wasn't in the game either. I mean, these are guys that theoretically could in some capacity play ahead of him too. So there's no guarantee that you'd even see him in the playoffs if, if you know, things don't change. Yeah, uh, I whatever I Blake, but whatever that's the strange thing is you're going with Blake. Um, he was he was decent plus minus tonight if I if I recall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, plus fifteen. Thank you very much. Who? Blake Griffin. Blake, Blake playing ahead of you. You know, I 
I, how, where, where do you have to be in life? He can still contribute. He can still contribute, Blake. He just, I understand, he's a different type of contribution. How, how far, it's not meant to be Blake shade. How far, well, have you, how far have you fallen that you're clearly behind Blake in the rotation? No shade meant. It's bad. I think Blake plays Harvey's out there. He doesn't try to do too much, right? He's not putting the he's not taking like ill-advised shots. I think he gives a ton of effort and he gives them what he needs and he gets the ball to guys when they need it. So that's what they're pretty much looking for in a role guy coming off the bench. Maybe they feel Grant's trying to do too much and hurting the team because of it, or he's thinking too much and in doing and hurting the team because of it. You can say what you want about Blake, but he's been around long enough to know exactly what his role is now. He's been on really good teams. He knows what it takes to, you know, uh, you know, and not saying Grant doesn't know what it takes because he was on the team last year, but they signed Blake for a reason. They think he can contribute. He's not just meant to be a guy that gives high fives at the end of the bench. So it's a great, it's great that they signed him because they have somebody in situations like this where if somebody's not playing up to par, they can slide him in. I'm not saying Blake's going to be playing 20 minutes a game the rest of the season, but he can come in and spell guys who are in a slump or whatever it is. So, I mean, I, I don't expect Blake to take 10 shots a game or 15 shots a game. I mean, that's not who he is anymore, but he can still go out there and just play hard. Totally. Here's uh, we're talking about Joe, Joe's talked post game, but pregame, he was being asked about Grant kind of digging his way out of whatever hole he was in. Um, here, here it is. This is from Bobby. Bobby sent this to me earlier. And you said after Monday, you got full faith in Grant. What's it going to take to kind of pull him out of this rut he's been in over the last little while here and, you know, get him back to who he was? Well, just time. He does a good job of self-regulating. and does a good job of working through things. And, uh, just time. Just time. He, he loves him. Time. Um, you know, in order for him to uh, get things, get over things uh, over time, you have to give him some, uh, some time on the court. Uh, and he didn't, like, it's, let's talk psychologically. It's a catch-22. Okay? Psychologically here. Uh, do, I don't understand... Like, isn't this like coaching 101? Somebody does something really horrible and they feel really shitty about themselves. It's quickly get back on that horse. Forget about it. You're back in there. I got faith in you. What kind of message does that send to friggin' relegate him to fourth quarter garbage time, not play him a single minute, play other guys in front of him who he normally plays ahead of, uh, when I don't believe the injury is the reason he didn't play those first three quarters because he looked anything but limited or hurt with the eight threes he jacked in the 12 straight minutes he played in the fourth quarter. He was just simply <laughs> benched and like, okay, maybe you didn't feel like playing him for whatever reason. Don't you have to play him? I don't understand that strategy. I, I say I think he should have played him sooner only because they did have a, a pretty sizable lead, you know. Um, much sooner than just yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah, but the don't Neesmith forget, treatment. John. It, they call yeah. this the Neesmith. Yep. Right. But he wasn't really playing much prior to the missed free throw situation either. It wasn't like he's getting benched for that reason. I don't think that he should, like, earn more time because he's like, oh, a little, like, I'm going like, to give you a little pat on the head and, and send you out there, little Grant, because we feel bad for you. No, like, I mean, you, you earn your playing time out there, so – I understand what you're saying. You don't want to make the guy feel like he's sitting because he can't be trusted or because he didn't hit the free throws or because he's being punished. I would hope that they've already had that conversation. I mean, it seems like 
it seems like Missoula is relatively close to these guys and that, you know, there's never been a, uh, an, an issue or it doesn't seem like there's been an issue with anybody complaining about, you know, playing time. And that, that's on a team where a lot of better players like Derek White or Brogdon and guys who could be playing more um, sometimes aren't either. So I would hope that Grant understands that. Do I think he probably could have played sooner in the game? Yeah, I think he could have. Um, but uh, what, you know, what is he like, going to be like uh, big baby Davis and start crying about it? I don't think so. He's not playing well enough to get like 30 minutes right now. So I get why he didn't go in and, and play a ton of minutes. Um, so I'm not super bummed about it. I don't know uh, what this means. No, John, it's not for you to understand. Joe just coaches differently. Six games ago, everyone was quote unquote, Grant lost his minute. And two games later, he's playing 40 minutes. He played 40 minutes because they had no bigs. He's playing no for bigs. he's playing more because Rob is out. He got benched against Cleveland when they had a full lineup. This isn't complicated. He's clearly losing minutes based off of his playing time. Um clearly. That, that we can we can certainly deduce by that. Yeah, sure. we're not this isn't brain surgery. He's It's he's not out. even about the free throws. The free throws, sure. I mean, that sucked. I'm sure it would have been great for Grant to hit one. But that's not why he didn't play tonight. It was already playing poorly before that. And he didn't even play that much in that game. He didn't even play that much in the in the free throw miss game. He still only played, what, 15 minutes or something. So his playing time has definitely gone down. I missed that last comment that you laughed at. I don't know. It's just cracking me up. I don't really get it. Um, you know, what I do get? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We, we we need reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> we need the reinforcements. Uh, we do, yeah. We need to, we need we need Bobby to, to save us right now with some yeah. mindless uh, X's and O's. Talk about something, pick and roll defense or something. Yeah. Um, Cass Cass does it. Cass, are you down? Chicken, curry chicken roadie. Am I missing something? What does that mean? What's oh. a roadie? Roadie? roadie, What do you mean? What's a roadie? What is it? It's a dish. It's like uh, it's like uh, is that the bread? The, For me, I think it, dread. I thought the roadie was like the uh, like the non-style bread, the Indian bread or whatever. Huh. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, yeah. the guy. That, <laughs> unless he's talking about unless it's short for rotisserie, but roadie is bread. The guy that called you an alcoholic, he just he just tweeted at me again. I know, he's, watching, he's, at he's watching the show. He's watching. He's watching the show. He's watching. Even though he hates the show and he hates us, he's watching. He hates both of us, but he hates he's watching you. The show. And I'm and he thinks I'm a drunk, but he's watching yeah, the show. That's true. He might not hate you. Yeah. What's he a just roadie? Thinks you're drunk. Roadie. Yeah. Flatbread. Tim says it's a flatbread. I know it's a flatbread. I said it. Oh, I wasn't listening. Whatever, dude. Um. <sighs> All right, so sleep masks, water bottle, dill, mouth tape, Rody, mouth tape. Um, that's it for me. That's it for us tonight, guys. That's it. Thank guys, you we'll very see, much. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> I'll take a we'll, we'll take a question honestly uh, because we'll get Bobby. We want to get a good a, point. Yeah, we, we want to get comment a comment section. Yeah, send us some. We, send us an actual good question. We will take a good question. Um, Caribbean food. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Missoula was uh, asked about something. Joe, Joe, Joe's getting a little fun and spicy these days. Shoot, I hit the wrong one. That's not what I wanted to write. 
I, I'm digging Joe now. Joe's got a little fun, fun, uh, fun uh, back and forth situation uh, with the media going these days. Uh, so here is, is what do we got? Caribbean food. Yes. Um, no, it's 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 Indian. I think it doesn't matter. Anyway, here, check this out. Um, this is Joe Missoula um, talking about. Uh, I think uh, maybe it might have been a question about threes. Here you go. Um, what do you think of kind of the shot profile and just what's, what's kind of the key for you guys in getting those shots? Like what has to go right for that? Time? I always had a question about like when we shoot a lot of threes and miss, everybody asks me questions, but when we shoot a lot of layups and miss, nobody says anything. How many layups we missed today? Like, I don't understand that. Like just because you're close to the basket doesn't mean it's easier to score. And so like we missed a lot of layups and, you know, we have to do a good job making those. And so I thought our shot profile was really good. I thought on that stretch where we didn't shoot the ball well, we, we continued to guard. And I thought when we missed layups, we did a decent job of sprinting back in transition. Um, I've always wondered that. Like, no one asks, like, there's 10 layups tonight. How come? I'll ask you right now. What, why are you missing layups? I don't know. That's what I want to find out. <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, I don't, I don't understand the defensiveness behind the question. Uh, what I will say is, uh, Joe. I actually there's... don't even think he's being defensive. I just think that's his, that's his baseline, that's his baseline like temperament. <laughs> that's how he is. Yeah, um, I'm being told it's also Caribbean food. Anyway, um, that's cool. I've never, I never heard of that. Um, regardless, cool. we're still, we're gonna circle back to the roadie. We're gonna get back to people are mad at me because I haven't heard of that. I've heard of the, I've heard of the bread. I haven't heard of the Caribbean food. I didn't hear anyway, about it. Um, so... I'm uncultured. Okay. Sorry about that. Jeez. Jeez. Um, yeah, so anyways, yeah. missed layups. So, uh, I mean, uh, I think... No, no, I think... The, way, the, the wording of that is funny. Uh, he's. It's not easier to make it close to the basket than afar. Uh, uh, Joe, there's there's about 75, 80 years of empirical evidence that clearly proves <laughs> that it's much, 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 much easier to score close to the basket than far. Uh, yeah. We understand the math behind three being worth more than two, but in terms of it being easier. Yes, Field goal easier. percentage. Second, Joe, the reason people don't ask you about missed layups is though they are typically considered to be good shots. And when you miss them, it's like, ugh, you miss a bunch of bunnies, gimmies, ones you right. should have made. But are people are do? happy that you got shots at the rim. People are not asking about threes because they wonder whether they are not quality shots and too many are being jacked. I'm confused what it's what he's not understanding about the question in yeah. this case <laughs> he's just saying that, that in, in fact i think it was complimentary like how what do you think of your shot profile you guys got a, a bunch of good looks in the basket maybe even though they didn't all go in and started talking about well why don't you guys talk about what they talk about they still shot 50 friggin threes so uh, again he's getting that question's kind of leading like so joe you shot 53s. Are you happy? Because you're the one that says you want to shoot more threes. And then he's like, why won't you talk to me about my missed layups? I don't understand it. What does he want to be asked? <laughs> like he wanted more Nothing. threes. He got more threes. He was asked if he was happy that he got more threes. He said, forget about the shots we took. Why aren't you asking me about the shots we missed? I don't understand <laughs> what he's doing. I don't get it. I but don't then get if, it. But then if they if they asked him about all the shots that the rim that they missed, he would have said, So on a night where we actually hit, hit all the three pointers, you guys yeah. want to talk about the shots. It that doesn't we missed matter. I liked it because we took a lot of shots. I don't understand what 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 what, yeah. what it is. I don't think you can win. But he's clearly 
yeah, whatever's coming in, Joe's friggin', you know, Dikembe right now, and he's just going to swat it back at you. Yeah. It does not matter. I mean, when you miss at the rim, it's it's either a good defensive play, you know, against a, maybe a big guy, or, you know, you just unlucky missed it. You, 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 you had poor touch around the rim. I mean, West there's no Indian sense in breaking it down. West Indian curried chicken roti. I'm also looking at a Trinidad chicken roti sort there of dish. Go. It does kind of like have an Indian sort of affect to it, the way it looks. It looks delicious. Can we get a picture up so we can at least see what's what what it is here? Since we're apparently going to be talking about it f- for the rest of the show, we might, might. as well uh, get a picture up so that people can uh, visualize a roadie. R- is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, a ro- roadie. R O T I. You know what? We'll have we'll have Kess cook one up for us. Send it to you, John, and then you can do I'm, a live taste start, testing. I'm loving, I'm loving this. I'm making it. Is it like a pie? I don't care. I'm making it. Next time, I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. It looks great. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll be my new pie. I love this guy. Who? <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> it's not for you to understand. <laughs> you know what it's that's in, it's put that to Okay. All right. All right. So it's that's not for it. You we to just got a quick little peek. We just got yeah. a quick peek at the roadie. They look. They look like uh, steak tips, kind of. Okay. Roti. Roti. Anyways. Anyways um, no, I don't have, dude, Luis. I have no lane. I can make anything. I can yeah, make John's, anything. John's the guy swerving all over the highway. I, I have no lane. lane. I, I'll go there. I'll, I'm not saying it's going to be like the best one anyone's ever had. But I'll go there, buddy. Um, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. Anyway. Um, Here we go. I, Bobby Manning. Al I, Horford I, says Grant Williams has been very professional through receiving fewer minutes in recent weeks. Said he's made the most of his opportunities and the team is just focused on getting wins. That's from Bobby. Yeah, that's from Bobby. So it looks like Grant Grant's playing time is a, is a topic of conversation tonight. How can it not be? Um, the other issue that was kind of thrown out in the last day or so uh, was um, Grant Williams apparently turned down, and I kind of made the Dennis Schroeder joke the other day with him. Uh, he turned down the, the the four and fifty. That was kind of understood and reported. That's that's roughly where we thought the Celtics were, and the notion mm-hmm. was. They were he was at fourteen or fifteen, and they wouldn't come up. Mm-hmm. So he turned that down. I can't say I fully blame him. I think he could have thought that four and fifty turns into four and sixty at the minimum next year. Um, so why why give ten million dollars away? Um, I definitely yeah. I'm not fully convinced that Grant has pissed all his money away. I do think that. That if he continues like this, it's going to be extremely difficult for a team to feel good enough to be able to sign him to a deal like this. If he gets back to his old form uh, and what he was doing at his very best, gets back in the rotation, contributes in the playoffs, gets good minutes, they make a deep run. He's got a shot to get back close to it Um, because it really only takes one team to make an offer sheet and to want to do it or the Celtics to be like, yeah, you're still worth it to us. And they might still think that. But I think Grant is kind of trending towards at this point taking whatever the Celtics are willing to offer like three and 30 and being happy about it. And he could be in that. No, he's not there yet. He's definitely not there yet. I said, he's, the, he, I said he's trending there. I don't know if he's there yet, but he might be. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. 
if you're Grant and you're sitting there watching all these games go by and you're not getting playing time and you're watching the money slip away because of the fact that you're not getting playing time, maybe you think that you are good enough to contribute and you should be getting playing time. He's saying and doing all the right things right now, but there's 15 games left or whatever there are. If this playing time of, you know, 10 minutes or so continues the rest of the year, there may be a situation where he wouldn't even want to play for the Celtics uh, at that point because he's going to think, well, they just screwed me out of a ton of money. Not just because of the – I'm sure he can admit that his playing level has, uh, hasn't has been up to what it was last year, but he probably doesn't believe that he deserves to be benched essentially. So if he feels like they're taking money out of his pocket so that maybe they can get him at a discount, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't like that. So this is the problem when you have a guy going into a contract year – and the roles are a little undefined, it starts to get, you know, does it does it become personal at some point to that person, to that player? Yep. And, does it, and does it become more about them than the team? I'm not saying that's where Grant's at, but at the end of the day, you got to look out for yourself too. I mean, guy who obviously wants to play, he wants to prove that he can be a, um, a contributor um, to a winning team. And, and, and he, it, whether or not he feels he's worth 20 million a year or 15 million a year or whatever, if he's sitting on the bench, that's going to signal to all these other teams, well, the, the, the Celtics team doesn't think he's good enough to contribute, so why would we give him anywhere close to $20 million a year or $15 million a year if he couldn't even get playing time down the stretch? Or, like I said, when they when they really tighten up the rotation, the playoff rotation, is Grant even going to be in it if, if he can't turn things around here in the next you know month? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. He, but his story has yet to be told, right? That's what's so interesting. 15 games left in the regular season or whatever, 16, and, and the playoffs, it could go completely in another direction. But again, we're in such a weird place. Like Rob is out and Grant's out of the rotation and you're heading in the playoffs and two mainstays aren't currently playing. Right now, your starting point guard is your third best point guard. Um, and I just don't think he looks fully healthy. I think he was gimping all over. He kind of retweaked an ankle like, like twice tonight. Marcus, I just, Mar- yeah. you know, Marcus isn't himself right now. And you hope that he gets there. But there, there's still a lot of like, you know, still a lot of figuring out. Muscala plays, then he doesn't play. Then you try Grant, maybe some Hauser, maybe not some Hauser. Pritchard gets some run, then Pritchard gets hurt. So there's still a bit of kind of jerking it's around. It's weird. Here. I mean, Muscala just played 34 minutes in Cleveland. Maybe it was just, maybe, I mean, sorry, Muscala. I don't know if I said Mus- Mus- Muscala, Missoula. There's a lot of these names are messing with my brain right now. Yeah. But he plays 34 minutes in Cleveland, and then he doesn't play at all tonight. Maybe maybe Missoula just said, well, we're just going to drain this guy out because we're going to be playing a lot of Al um, in the next game. I, I don't know. But it must be difficult for some of these guys to go from playing, you know, being a huge con- contributor to zero. You know, if it was consistent, whether it was a lot of minutes or a little bit of minutes, at least they can kind of have an idea of where they're going to be. Um, again, I don't know if they know ahead of time before the game, like, hey, here's our game plan. You're probably not going to be part of it tonight. Or here's our game plan. You know, you're going to be a huge part of it. I don't know what they're being told before the game. But I would find it difficult to be able to sort of get into any sort of rhythm if one game I'm playing 30 minutes and the next game I'm playing zero. I mean, that's yeah. just tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is tough. Uh, it is. A, it's, again, uh, someone put it, I thought, aptly, uh, Jimmy, the, the Neesmith treatment. That's, uh, you know, it's for, – it's, For Grant? 
it's weird getting jerked around at this point, especially for him because he's used to playing. I, he does look like a guy is like, I don't think he's sulking or anything at all. He's just kind of like, you see him on the bench, he just looks like a sad, lost puppy. You know, he's just like, here I am. You know, it's like I was at the All-Star game hanging out with those guys and like I go to like the Warriors weddings. Like I, I'm kind of <laughs> one of those guys, like I should be playing, right? Like He's fringe guy. He's fringe guy, man. I don't yeah. know if you if you, it, you right. heard of everybody's fringe, right? Everybody's got the fringe guy in the crew where he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I he wanted you can, you he can, wanted to he, come. He, <laughs> he wanted to come, yeah. <laughs> Is it cool if he comes? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> How many texts have been sent from somebody to somebody saying, "Is it cool if Grant comes?" <laughs> come on. Is it cool if Grant plays tonight? Like a couple minutes. Classic fringe guy, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I guess bring him. Bring him. Yeah, I guess Grant's coming. Oh, Grant's, bring him. Bring Grant's him. coming. Just bring All him. right. Um, yeah, so, you me. he's fine. He's fine. Uh, another promotional note, just to let you know, for those of you who might have missed the start of it because the show was unlisted, uh, or just want to catch up or you want to hear it again, or you came yeah. in late and you want to get it, or anytime you ever miss the show and you're driving to work and you want to catch up what we said, the audio version is always available. It's going to be there for you for your morning commute. That's a guarantee. So if you were up late, couldn't stay up to either watch the game or check out the post game show, you can always check out the audio version. Of course, you can always watch the YouTube uh, version of it later in the day as well. But if you want to check out that audio version, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, what have you little, little code there on the, uh, on the thing. If you want to scan it, boom, takes you right to the, paid right to the feed garden report audio uh always your source for uh post game um post game commentary um jimmy uh, i'm not going to say putting a bow on this one because again we didn't have a ton to talk about in this game uh not much to it we did mention this i'll just bring it up before we go i did think jason tatum looked good um and i do think people do benefit from this word that people hate to say Load okay. management. Uh, and the question is whether it's as big an issue as made out to be by people like the Charles Barkley's of the world uh, and why it's been pinned on players. Terrible. I think, well, what's weird to me about load management, Jimmy, and uh, I mean, I'll get your take. Let's get your take first. I'll give mine after. But Are you want I me do- to give my take so you can bury it? You want me to give mine so you can bury mine? I don't care. I'll go no, first. No, I'm not going to bury it. I'm it's not, not going to bury anybody's day. I have I a just... difference. I, I have an opinion on what I think is going on. But what I do think that's odd, whether or not you and I fully agree or people are on different sides of it, I find it odd how much of it falls on the players as if like they're saying like, I'm out, coach. I don't think mm-hmm. that's what's happening. I think the organizations are making the decision. But the players are being uh, labeled as like lazy, like play, man, you're paid. And the – the, the the teams are looking at it as protecting commodities um, mm-hmm. for the short and long term. So I don't get the players getting the venom of it. That's what I find bizarre. But anyway, your take. Well, I I, get, I think I told you I'm kind of right down the middle on it. I understand load management from the organization's perspective and that they obviously want their players to be as healthy as they possibly can for the playoff run. I get that. I mean, that's what it's all about is going deep into the playoffs and being – um, you know, and being effective. So, and, and I think Jason Tatum is a perfect example of that tonight. You know, he doesn't go out to um, 
Cleveland. He stays back. He gets some rest, and he plays lights out tonight. So uh, you can't tell me that rest didn't have anything to do with that. And I understand how important rest and recovery is. Where I have an issue is when it seems like, and I'm not saying it's the Celtics, but it seems like some organizations do it too often, or they they stack players all going out at the same time just because they want to like get it over with. And at that point, it becomes much less competitive game. I think it's unfair to other teams in the league who maybe are battling for a certain playoff positioning and, you know, want it to be a fair match uh, going on around the league. So that's kind of where my contention is. And I do think that I'm not saying players are lazy or whatnot, but I think there are some players that, you know, maybe they aren't playing as many games as uh, a season as they should. And there's the whole aspect of when do you do it? So I would be pissed if I paid a lot of money to go to, to watch my home team player play and he's just out for no reason other than a rest. Now, if it's an injury or a personal matter, that's different. So I think there needs to be some strategy involved in when these players sit. But last point I want to make is that this whole load, load management thing. And I said this to you, John, it's, it's just treating the symptom. It's not, it's not doing anything for what the bigger issue is here is that where it seems like these players are breaking down a lot sooner than, they really should in some cases. And they should, and that's not to say that they're not in good shape. It's just that wear and tear in their bodies for whatever reason, when they enter the league or when they're in the league, it seems to be that these guys are getting banged up um, more often or sooner than in years past. So I don't know what the solution is. I know that, you know, there was an article Baxter Holmes and ESPN um, wrote and he, and he, I retweeted it last week. Yeah. A lot of these issues have to do with the fact that these guys are only playing basketball and they're playing basketball at, from like age 10 on, or, or even younger, probably in some cases, AAU. And they're just punishing their bodies at a young age where they get into the league and their bodies aren't ready to take on, or their bodies are breaking down because they're not, they haven't done anything else, I guess. Um, I know, you know but it's so interesting. It's so not interesting right. that it's like the players are the players don't need the days off. You know why are they doing this? There's no proof that it works. Well, because people think, oh, they're getting millions and millions and millions. I get it. Suck it up. But, but here's my two points. What I never hear is the 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 the, the season is too friggin' long. It should be 15 games shorter, and they should stop playing back to backs. They're not going to do that because cha-ching. So that's not happening ever. Um, so we're just going to live with it. Oh, well, they used to play it back in the day. I, yeah, I get that too. But whether or not there's scientific evidence that it prevents or it doesn't prevent, who out there doesn't believe a better rested, more rested player or certainly sure. somebody who has ailments along the way, somebody who's dragging us? How many people said Jason Tatum was friggin' toast in the finals last year? You know what would have made him not toast and might have gotten you a trip and a ring and a banner? Maybe a little load management. Like that. It, so you can't have it both ways. You can't say like, so again, I put out these polls, Jimmy, you thought they were loaded questions. My main point was on Twitter they was, were, they were. I believe that every fan of a team right now, I think if you asked a hundred Celtics fans, you know, is load management a problem? 50 might say yes. Then you ask the same hundred people, are you in favor of Jason Tatum getting a night off every once in a while? 
the overwhelming majority would say yes. Then you ask them, what do you want to do with Rob Williams? Overwhelming majority would be like, shut him down yeah, until the regular right. season. Then you ask the same people, hey, any issue with Al Horford sitting back-to-backs? No, man, he's old. You need him. Well, that's load management. And you want it for your team because you want your team to win. So, like, I don't get it. If it's affecting the fans of the team the most and the fans seem to support it, I'm not sure where the issue is. That's what I'm confused with is I feel the vibe around the Celtics is give Tatum days off. Don't rush Rob back. Jesus, at the beginning of the season, people were saying literally load manage him all the way into the playoffs, you know, and then you know, I don't no, think but, you're hearing it on a local level. I think you're hearing no, it on a national No, but you're hearing it level. globally. But there's people here who might think load management is an issue, but when it comes to their team, they don't they they're actually favor it. Right. You know, that's right. that's exactly. so that's where I'm not confused. That's where I get confused on the issue is I think most people want their stars rested if on the hope that recognizing you can lose a game or two here, but it's much more important to be rested for the playoffs, right? Yeah. Sure. And to, so I mean, I, that's what I'm confused. Yeah, it depends on how how often, right? But I, I don't feel like I mean, when people look at the minutes per game between Tatum and Brown, I mean, that's when people start to realize, oh well, wait a minute, you know, maybe you should dial this back a little bit. And yeah, like you said, John, what happened in the NBA Finals? It seemed like they just ran out of gas. But um, when it's that level, though, I don't think anyone has a problem with it. I think it's more of a if you're doing it every other week. I think that's when the some fans will you'll, you'll get backlash out of that you know people won't like it but i mean if you're a true fan and you understand you know the end game i think most people don't have a, an issue with it right no I, I, so it's yeah local fans aren't going to care if the reason is to you know get these guys right for the playoffs it, but it's, it's you're hearing the criticism on a yeah. national scale but it's the local fans that are being portrayed as the victims of the i went to the game and tatum didn't i see play. what you're saying or you yeah. see the that what i'm saying is people are saying the fans are being cheated and the fans seem to support it for their teams now if you're a shit team and it's like i don't know just give dame a night off because but that who happens cares, who cares we're not playing for anything that's a slightly different story so there's it's not all there are levels to it it, yes, it's not all one thing, it's all another. But Anthony Davis the other day, the Lakers still believe they might go somewhere. Anthony Davis returned from injury. Anthony Davis played one game. Anthony Davis sat out the next game. Anthony Davis was furious that the decision was made to sit out, but the coach was being ultra-precautionary because they've seen how much he gets hurt, and then they really want to try to do everything. What does precaution mean? Precaution doesn't mean I absolutely know by doing what I'm doing, I'm going to get a result. It's I don't want to risk it. That's precautionary. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, some of these are precautionary because they're hedging. Like I would rather take I would rather see what happens in this game without them and hope that this rest benefits them they're making educated guesses as to whether or not they will benefit long term by doing this they're not doing it to make the 12 year old boy who drove 300 miles to see his hero play cry on instagram and have everybody (laughs) freak out and be like look what they did to timmy he came with a sign (laughs) you know it was his first game (laughs) all he wanted to see was dame play try again timmy next time right yeah. Lesson learned, Timmy. <laughs> Life is hard. Life is effing hard, Timmy. 
So I, they're not doing it to screw poor little Timmy. It's they're they're making they're making calculations. They're trying to figure out whether or not it works. I it's frustrating. It's probably annoying, but honestly, have three or four of the most entertaining games the Celtics have played this year been played without their stars? Yes. Like that was fun. Yeah, no, it's it, it it's it's again, it's on a local level. It's it's not an issue for me. But I think if if you're if you are the uh, fan of. <laughs> You know, if you're watching on a nat- – John, I think national TV, like, those people are obviously going to have problems with it because they have the games and they want the superstars to play to get ratings. It's always about ratings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when it's an issue, right, Jimmy? When the NBA has to step in and say, wait, right. we have to put these – Well, because the – you know what it is, shows are nationally televised and there's a lot of ads. You know what I mean? There's a lot of business right. attached to it. Right. NBA is getting heat from the ESPN execs, the, execs, yeah, the DNT totally. execs, and the ABC execs saying – what the hell is going on? You know, we're paying a lot of money for these TV deals and your guys aren't showing up for the games. Like, so obviously that's when the NBA is going to have an issue with it. But from a player health perspective, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. The real, the real fix is to take like 10 games off the regular season, spread them out a little bit more. And then guys aren't going to be missing those games because those games aren't going to exist. Yeah, Bucks game the is NBA the best won't game of the year. Even they though they play. lost without stars, by the way, the yeah. Bucks game was the most fun game oh, of the year. It was the best game by far. By far. Sherrod, I texted Sherrod. I was like, you on the show? He's like, no, I'm so pissed. This was the best game. Uh. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby wrote about this actually recently. Yeah. Up, did a Bob? piece on Boston Sports Journal about it. And uh, that's, that's how the yeah, are you in the locker room? Like, okay, then. No, I'm in a side room. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, oh, it did look like a, yeah, yeah. It's like the visitor room. Yeah, it's, it's like a side visitor's room. Uh, Bobby's like, you guys are going to like this too, right? No more talking shit now. They're addressing it, so I'm interested to see if they do put something in there like a, a games played limit for awards. I don't think the players are crazy about it. Um, I think they feel like teams lead this uh, effort, as John talked about, to uh, have guys sit out, and that's certainly where the Celtics directive has come from when it's happened rarely here. So um, I don't think anything's going to happen there, um, but it seems like the league wants to address it. So uh, I wonder where they're going to find something to the league. The league Compromise needs to address it, Bobby, I think, because the fans, there's enough clamoring from some fans and you got your own people, not your own people. You got like people going on broadcasts and older NBA types speaking out and kind of speaking it into existence. So now it's like, we'll look into it. Look, they kind of already did this, right? They created a rule where you can't just like sit players out. So what do they have to do? They have to fake dumb injuries to pretend that they're not playing. You got to report it, yeah. Nobody wants juking the system. So they'll look at the system and see whether they can tighten it up in some way. But what are you going to do? Give MRIs and have independent doctors determine whether the inflammation <laughs> is enough to keep a guy out or not? The, the, well, reality, the reality is saying we'll look into it means nothing. It might mean they'll send memos to teams to like – Guys, can you make sure like it's really necessary or you really feel it, not just kind of wing it or like, you know, maybe like maybe it would be kind of cool since we are business partners to try and not do it for like the nationally televised games. Like maybe it's a nudge, but at the end of the day, it can't really be policed. No, for sure. And I think you can put some light limits in there. I don't think they're going to make guys play 70 games for awards, but you might do something like 60, some manageable number uh, that they can reach if they're going to take a handful of games off. And does that solve it? Probably not either. And that's why I don't think there's going to be a ton that happens there. And 
it stinks if your team's one of those heavy, heavy ones like the Clippers. Uh, Celtics fans do, and Joe's talked about this, have to feel very fortunate that their guys don't rest much. Uh, you, you have to basically pull them out of the games and leave them yeah. home keep them off the court yeah i um, mean joe's basically saying i'm trying to give tape th- this narrative was that tonight I- a rest night for grant no no <laughs> come on that's the like i said we were joking about this earlier this was analogous to those fake injuries grant has where he realizes nobody's paying attention he's like okay no one believes i'm hurt and then gets up and sprints down the court somehow a story comes out about him having elbow issues even though he's not on the injury report and then <clears throat> he sits then he, that then is weird, huh? Then he doesn't appear on the injury report tonight, sits for three quarters. Huh, maybe it is the injury. Comes in and jacks 300 threes, okay? <laughs> so true. That is so weird. True. He's on injury Contact report. Contact your vibes. Contact yeah. your Everybody so, goes on the injury report. With minor nicks and bruises. I mean, it's almost like they don't believe him. They're like, to not put him on the injury report with, and then have it, it leak out through sources that a, that a thing is, it's like Grant. someone in Grant's world wants the world to know he's dealing with an injury thing that the Celtics don't even deem important enough to include him on an injury report ever. Like, he couldn't even, couldn't even get the probable, the probable label. Right, he can't yeah. even get the probable designation. He right. did once in February when he had some swelling, I guess. But whatever's been going on now didn't he prevent did him, once, that's right. didn't prevent him from playing forty four minutes the other game or coming out there in the fourth quarter and just literally just like it was a three point contest. He touched the ball and he just fired it, you know. So I no, it wasn't an injury, Bobby. He's he, but we were talking about this. No, I was kidding. Jimmy, we lost you. He's out of the rotation. Why is that so hard to believe? I know. Jimmy, yeah. how do you how does Joe do this to him after last game when he said, I love him, he'll get right back to it, he'll be fine. Yeah. And then before the game, he tells you he just needs time. And then he friggin' sits his ass on the bench for three quarters. Yeah. He also missed he also missed a free throw too, but I don't what happens Bobby, here, Bobby. How does that happen? Bobby! I think Hauser's giving them more right now and i know that i'm saying how do you do that to the guy if you need him didn't you need to give him a little bit of a pat on the butt in the fourth quarter and no that's not not, that's an insult yeah Yeah. you're right and i don't know how a guy who's gone through what he's going through right now especially with the pressure of a contract yeah i talked to blake a little bit about this after the game you know how a how a guy like grant deals with this and i he says it just kind of on Grant to internalize it and fight through it and just kind of accept it. Um, you know, different guys are sacrificing on this team. Derek White, uh, who does have lesser nights, never DMPs, never 15 minutes, six minutes, like what Grant's going through right now. Um, but the what I've heard from everybody across the team is that he's just got to roll with it for the sake of winning. And that's how Grant's talked about it too. But it's easier said than done. Um, when you've been a guy who plays 20, 30 minutes. And I don't know if I agree with it still. Like, Hauser was great tonight. I thought this was one of Hauser's best games of the season. Poking balls, free in the lane, yeah. driving defenders, uh, hitting threes on the move. I thought they were in some great plays for him early. And they need a space out uh, to, you know, generate threes and do all the things that they want to do offensively. Hauser might be a better option right now. But I think Cran at his best is still a guy that needs to play every night. And, that's what players have told me, too. We need him. And Joe has said that, too. So keep sitting him, keep playing him six minutes, 14 minutes in spots. I don't get it. I don't think it's a conducive way to have him at his best uh, for the end of the year. And if he's hurt, he's hurt. 
Um, there's not much you can do there. If that's impacting him, making him struggle, I guess yeah. that's a reason to play him less. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the you're going to be a worse team without yeah, him. I'm going to stand by yeah, that. Yeah, one of our commenters called it the D Smith. In the if if you can't like like John said, if you can't make the the injury report, like how serious is this thing? I mean, and look, if you look at Brant's numbers, and I know it's not the largest sample size when you look at this, the month of February, considering the short month and the All Star break, but it was really bad. Like his numbers really dropped. He was averaging what six points barely, uh, nowhere yeah, near mid December. Nowhere near 40% from behind the yard, like things that, that that really made him valuable last year. So, look, I don't, I still don't think this thing is set in stone, but at the moment, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the odd man out. And, and this road trip is going to really define where he stands in that role or in that sense, you know, by the end of it. It's, it's a long trip, and I think he's got a lot to prove. Yeah. Yeah. He's, That's um, no. Can he come true. back from this, John? I actually think so, Bobby. I think so. You talking about yeah. it earlier. The most interesting thing about thing about Grant is with 15, 16, is it 15, 16 games? I forget left in the regular season. I actually don't think his story is okay. Wow, and I don't think his story is told um, because I think I agree with you, Bobby. In theory, I don't like the other options better, and I think Grant giving them. And I, I've always thought Grant is slightly overvalued in, by fans. You know, but there's no doubt he has value, and I don't know that the other guys do. I thought the Grant kind of love was <laughs> facts, my deal. I thought that, you, you guys missed some food stuff. Um, I thought, like I said, I always thought that Grant, the, the myth of Grant being was a little bit too much, but he absolutely has value, and he certainly does. I think playing at whatever his best level was more so than a lot of the other options. So that, Bobby, I agree with you 100%. Like, you're not loving the other dudes, and neither am I necessarily. I think Hauser has a place and a role. I don't think it has to come at Grant's expense. I think Hauser can come in there, and again, you need some sort of wing depth in there from time to time. I think Grant should be coming in probably ahead of Missoula, certainly ahead of Blake freaking Griffin. So I'm confused. Right, Missoula. I did the same thing. Muscala. Yeah. Um, Joe Muscala and certainly ahead of uh, Blake. Uh, so I don't really get what's going on. Could there be some games where Grant's playing? I was just only- taking minutes, though. Could, yeah, sure. but could Grant go down in 10 to 12? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, maybe he's floating closer to 18, 20 instead of the 24, 26 he's been averaging. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. But zero, six, fourth quarter garbage time i find that really they wouldn't do this to anyone else john i mean who else they hate their main they hate, guys i'm gonna go out they, and say it on the record they can't stay hate grant williams i mean what is bobby some, what does that mean somebody has to grant's hate a him, right? role player he's, he's a, a role, role player, player who's not he's playing a, well he's a role player he was a borderline starter last year significant minutes jimmy that's the thing is like it's pretty it's when pretty, they were he's no, a 30 minute a game guy it's pretty drastic uh, he was 27. He was playing more than than he should have because I, they were under man too. A little. And he was but playing better. Seven minutes also a game playing. this year and 25 last year. He's down to in and I mean it's really low. It's it's getting yeah, it much is. lower. No, it is yeah. low. But that's yeah. because you know mixing a couple of really really low games. He's had some games where he, they tipped him back up again. So I think he is somewhere around 20 minutes a game when it, this year. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with benching him for three straight quarters and then putting him for garbage time. I, I think that was a little much. You can't get into a rhythm that way. And then he goes in and he's just, you know, putting up as many shots as he possibly can. But you don't want this to turn into a sideshow. You don't want this to turn into like, 
Grant watch every game, and it's it's, it's a like huge starting story to, right now, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. It's that's what I'm saying. It's unfortunately becoming that. Um, the other thing, Bobby is, and I mentioned this to John earlier, is the whole ask, the whole fact of it being a contract year for him. At what point does he get pissed? I know he's saying and doing all the right things right now, but this is his future that we're yeah, talking about. You guys about here. are literally taking money out of my pocket right now. And that could right. be a problem. I don't think he's that guy necessarily. I don't think he's that guy, but everybody at the end of the day has I, to be that guy in some way, shape, or form. You, you he, have to look out for yourself in some way. You guys cover the team. Can you see Grant getting uh, kind of being pouty, sad? I sent uh, you a picture. Didn't you get yeah. my picture? Yeah. I don't know. Did I get? <laughs> oh, the one that was zoomed you out said. from like 100 miles. This is it pretty much. I, Bobby, yeah, I yeah. can't see that. You, you had a. <laughs> I have my glasses on, you know, just kind of one of these on the bench. He's not been as jovial along the sidelines. He was in the past. Yeah. Every not, bench cutaway of him was kind of expressionless, slightly slumped, a little bit down, like not the same guy. Clearly, and how a can guy, you say, how can you know. say everything's everything's gonna be fine? He'll he'll come back. You know, we trust him and not play him. That's right what I don't you get. Say that. That's what I don't well, get. It's 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 weird. And Joe's mean. And he's, he's meaning. He's looking. He's looking for something right now, and they're not finding it. Else, like Hauser's playing solid. You got to give Hauser credit. He's taking advantage of this opportunity more often than not. But Hauser's also not playing consistent minutes every night. They're going to Mescala. They go to Luca Ton in Cleveland, and you're here to match up then. Joe doesn't take. Uh, Joe doesn't suffer fools. He does not take prisoners. He doesn't f around, man. Um, so uh, he, Grant is. In the doghouse, matchup proof though. He, well, yeah, I mean, Grant, because of his versatility, should be able to play most places. You do say, you know, obviously some of the taller lineups, you could see why he would struggle there. But it's just strange to uh, to see what's happening to him. Uh, we don't have a lot of time to go into it. We're going to wrap it up. But um, Marcus, want to hear Smart, my story before we? Oh, what, you have ahead. stories. Yeah, we want to hear your story. Uh, yes, I'd rather hear the story. I don't want to talk any more basketball. <laughs> This better. Yeah, this is gonna be. This is gonna be better oh, than uh, Cornette Cornette Bakery boy. This one's pretty good. It's there has to be. Yeah. Oh, good, good, oh, good, good. good. So, I was in the uh, Portland locker room before the game, uh, talking to Jeremy Grant about uh, Bayhan's retirement, which you know is a big story for me today, John. Um, and Justice Winslow is sitting to his left, and <laughs> I know uh, I'm coming up to Jeremy and. Justice turns to me. He's like, "You look like the inside of an Oreo." Looking at my outfit. <laughs> Recently, I was like, Recently. I was like, "Damn, really? Like that's how you're gonna do me coming in here?" And I'm leaving. I'm like, "You're, you're gonna see a nasty story about you later tonight." Yeah, that's right. How did let's 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 write up his game story. <laughs> that's pretty good, Bobby. I, I don't I don't mind that fit. As the kids call it, that's a solid, solid look. That's that's a typical look for you with a turtleneck. Yeah, you do uh, kind of look like the inside of an Oreo, though. He makes it good. You kind of look like it's it's descriptive, it's accurate, and it was funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know when I go in the visitors' locker room, that's where I'm going to get my feedback on the on the outfits. You don't get that in the, in the home locker. He's got the, 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 the Reese's the inside of a Reese's. Absolutely, the inside of a Reese's. Oh, he said Reese's not Oreo. That's what it was. Yeah. Did I say Oreo? You said Oreo. Yeah, I was like, nah. I man. mixed up my I mixed up my candies. Reese's. Oh, well, you looked like the Re- instead of a Reese's too. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. The matching pants and everything. 
That's so yeah. funny. If you had like a red shirt, you'd look like a hot dog, which would be awesome. <laughs> the tie. In fact, could you do that next next game? Can you just wear that that suit with a red shirt? <laughs> no, I'm not going. Oh, you know that. what? You got I'm the not, last I'm laugh, not going Bobby. With that they're going home. They're going home. Bob, real quick, speaking of the Blazers, and somebody asked this earlier in the show. We didn't get to it. Thoughts on their future? It's pretty bleak, wouldn't you say? That organ like that current or like that state of the organization right now? It's it's scary. You look out there and it's just a little bit of Jeremy Grant going to battle and you're like, What what are these other guys doing? Who are some of these other guys? Uh it's it's a scary situation because they're paying a lot of money for that team. They're stuck in the middle and they don't want to rebuild. It looks like they traded CJ for uh, Josh Hart and then Josh Hart's gone. They trade Hart and he looks great in New York and they have Dybul. And I didn't think yeah. Dybul did a ton tonight. Uh, they just depleted talent wise. They've lost McCollum. They've lost uh, their old core with Aldridge. And then they go through this other core that looked good and, those guys are gone now too. So I can't think of a, I mean, there's more bleak situations in the NBA, but they're in that middle ground where you can just get stuck. And I don't see them moving off the Lillard. He doesn't want to go. Uh, man, we would have a tough time covering that team. We'd just be like, where, where's this going? We'd yeah. Just be like, Blow it up every night. And they're not going to. So uh, I don't have a ton to say about them, but that, that I don't was think... a bad, bad effort from them. This is a great team to run into, by the way, given the issues that the Celtics have gone through. Just feel good night, blow right through this awful defense, and uh, move on to the West Coast trip. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's where we go. This is the last home game for a little bit, so we got some road games. We got some road games coming up, uh, so we'll have a lot of the gang here. We are back on Sunday? Saturday. Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Um, so we will be back then. Um, keep it with CLNS Media. We might do a special garden report on Friday uh, for a special network announcement. We will tell you more about that at the garden on the garden report on Friday with our special network announcement. Oh my God! Hard tease. That's a tease. <laughs> that is a hard tease. I like it. Dancing over here. It's worth it. Uh, it will be fun, but we might just kind of have a general discussion about uh, Celtics-related topics uh, on Friday and just kind of say hey and hang out and see what else is going on uh, in the world right now. I'll but be at Hunter's. Of- Sorry, boys. <laughs> Jimmy's doing stuff. That's fine. Also, special announcement, Jim- Jimmy will be at Hunter's playing music. Same Anybody want to check it out? Yeah. That's right. Hey, yeah. we'll go after the show. Still waiting to see. Uh, we'll do couple, the show from there. A couple, piece, couple of people hey. from the show. Double header. <laughs> Live from I'm I'm bringing the kids one of these days, I promise. (laughs) I'm bringing the kids. All right, deal. All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Sorry for the uh, difficulties in the beginning of the show. Obviously, um, if that caused you to miss the show, sorry. But you're not here to hear the apology. But maybe you'll catch it on a replay. And if you're like, where was this show last night? We own it. We messed up. Sorry about that. Uh, it was unlisted to start, so people couldn't find us. I'm glad this many of you did. I'm glad mm-hmm. you stuck around for our conversations about uh, mouth tape and roti and uh, red water bottles and dill and uh, Bobby's uh, Bobby's masks. Uh, peanut butter. How did you guys get off the rails? That, that because <laughs> we when we opened it, the show, honestly, it started were, off the rails. <laughs> When we opened the show, there was 10 people here. And Jimmy, I was like watching it and I could barely talk. And Jimmy's like, is there like 10 people here? I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. 
And so I was we like, got Why? to know him for a minute. And yeah. so I started meeting him. One of them was named Blorp, and he and I. <laughs> She's like, did we fall off? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! I was like, it wasn't the best game, but damn. I think that I think the guy who was freaking savaging you and me on Twitter like did some like put a freaking <laughs> hex on yeah. us. He did. Uh, he did. He, he he unlisted the video somehow. It somehow, so it was uh, unlisted, and people told us on Twitter, and we're like, "Oh crap!" So eventually, people creeped in, but that's what happened. And we just we started off the rails. We never really got fully back on the rails. So no, I would say you know, there was maybe like three minutes of anything relating to basketball talk for the first like twenty, um, and then yeah, not much sure. more after. Yeah, not not that. We were, much we were hoping you guys were going to save us a lot sooner than you did. So. <laughs> Blorp. Yeah, Blorp. We're out blorp of Blorp license plates. Um, all right, cool. Um, so that's it. You guys have like four new inside jokes. Jeez. Yeah, we, we do. Did. We have, speaking of, we got the March Madness bracket should be uh, coming I'm up. I'm trying, soon. guys. I'm trying to come up with new stuff. I'll ask everybody here in the chats if you can either, It's again, the show is running out here, but we want to put out our March Dill Madness. might be a, a, a low seed or high oh, yeah, seed. We might want to put out <laughs> 16. our yeah, 16. Put out we'll be our going March up against Madness. Lemon, Lemon Desserts. I'm trying to solicit feedback. Right. I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm asking people for shit. I'm listening. No, not you guys, them. If you oh, have I'm... any garden reportisms, tell us. We don't have any, okay? Uh, we need yeah. them. So send them to us. Uh, this show is running out, so we're not going to see them. So um, DM us. Send them to us on Twitter. Tag us, whatever you want. Um, we are looking for more suggestions. I'm trying to freshen them up. There'll be some oldies from goodies returning from last year, but we're looking for new garden reportisms for this year's bracket. See if we can put that together and let you guys vote on it uh, as well. So let's talk about that also. Um, guys, go ahead. Final thoughts. Thanks, my deal. Uh, I, I have no, th- I have no final thoughts. I hope everybody has a really great Thursday. Keep that momentum going, Celtics. Carry it on to Atlanta and just be, be a bully. You know what I mean? Go out with the chip on your shoulder and and, and do what Brody was talking about in terms of sweeping this this road trip. You know. Which is, which is a, a high accomplishment, but that's what these guys need. They need to aim. They need something to distract them to, sweep. to, to finish strong, you know, at the yeah, end of the season sweep. without thinking about uh, the playoffs quite yet. They need one more strong oh. run. I think this this could be it. I have a final thought. I want to say shout out to Fox News' Josue Pavone tonight. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Man. I was like, Fox, Fox 25, 25, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox, I, I, Fox 25. We, we talked a lot about Grant tonight. Underrated outcome of this game. A smart run into foul trouble early. White taking the t- taking the minutes. Brogdon taking the minutes. Even on a rough night for Brogdon. And those two outplaying Smart here tonight. Joe takes another opportunity with Smart and foul trouble to lessen his minutes compared to the other guards tonight, which we haven't seen him do yet. Smart continues to struggle uh, since the All-Star break. He was a little better tonight, but not great. It looked like he kind of got banged up at one point early and then the foul trouble and then it's White Brogdon rolling through the second half. That's another thing to watch in this road trip. We've talked over and over about the front court minutes. The guard minutes in a bit of a flux too now and White just continues to play well and rise above the two other guards on this team by a significant margin into the second half. I mean, there's no doubt, right, at this point? I mean, he's the best right now by far. He's just killing it. Great pass in the night, scoring 20 consistently, defense excellent, and they defended Lillard well tonight. So you consider all of that as you're heading forward, and it's not going to be easy when Smart's not in foul trouble, as we've seen. No, it's not. Um, uh, look, Smart, I mean, Joe has a 
Joe has a, a little conundrum here. Uh, if if and when Rob gets back healthy and with Smart being clearly outplayed, um, he's got some choices to make in terms of what closing lineups, starting lineups, whatever that is. It's not really clear. Um, but, uh, you know, and guys, thank you. You guys are giving me quite a few. It uh, might be a Joe Sway special at Uncomfortable Conversation coming up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You could, he might, right. That might have to be uh, a Joe Missoula, Marcus Smart, uncomfortable conversation. Want to give Joe Sway a little shout out. There's our guy. There, hey, there he is. There he is. Nice. What happened? They called on the fly. Like, let's go. All right. No, nah, no, you were, you were the number one choice. It's too bad they didn't get, it's too bad they didn't get you Sunday. It's too bad they didn't get you Sunday when you had the, when you had the Walt Frazier suit going. <laughs> oh, true. I thought you were going to say, cause you, you jump in or something. No, you just you just look sharper. I love this. Celtics reporters. You still look good, though. CLNS Media looking Always looking good. I totally um, put that in there, too. Shout out to Butch Stearns. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Butchie. Yeah. Butch is a good guy. Butchie's good people. I got great – I'm not even going to get there. But I got some Butchie <laughs> stories, but that's fine. Oh, um, I want to hear time. Uh, off, off, off record. Oh yeah, yeah, not here. Yeah. We, we, and all of Boston media had an extremely fun and interesting, uh, uh, you know, uh, time covering the Red Sox during their great runs. You know, and Butchie was always on board for a lot of that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> you know, nice. I mean, we're talking mid, you know, the two thousands run, oh four or seven, stuff like that. Chicken and beer, just fun stuff. No, no, no. Before that, you know, the oh seven. Before that, yeah, 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 yeah. before that. Some, oh, some the fun, fun teams. Good day. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. The good old days. That was some uh, really fun stuff. Uh, it's a fun, yeah, whatever. Covering, you know, the entire, the entirety of the entirety of the playoffs there during that time. That was yeah. when that then that when that stuff mattered when as much as it did. Was, it was insane. Anyway, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Cowboy, Thanks you guys yeah. for watching. Yeah, thank you Cowboy, for um. Yeah. Thank you for uh, uh, sticking with us. Thank you for uh, some of your suggestions. Send us more of them. We will see you guys on uh, Friday, actually. Special announcement. Uh, make sure to tune in. Uh, follow all of us on Twitter for notifications. We'll tell you when that shows up.